The ACC being dominated by Florida State as Clemson continues to fall apart. Alongside John Martin and RJ Choppy, I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQLU. Dabo Swinney got into it with a caller to his coach's show this past week. After the caller mentioned his salary, Clemson is slowly spiraling the drain this season. They've lost two straight, four overall this season. He His retort to the caller was, I'm not going to sit here and let you, I don't care how much money I make, you're not going to talk to me like I'm a 12-year-old. Um, is this is this the beginning of the end for Dabo and Clemson, especially given how staunchly he's been out against the portal and NIL and how he's kind of dug his heels in on some of that stuff? Or does he... Take a step back this offseason, realize that's the way you got to compete in this day and age, and adapt. Or does he die, John? Is this the beginning of the end for Clemson under Dabo? Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 uh, a symptom of everything you said, which is, uh, you know, that they had such incredible success. And honestly, like, I, I think I even, you know, just as a media guy, I think I even took it for granted when I was – when all this – you know, was happening. I, I you know, I, I, I had a feeling Clemson was just going to be bad this year based on how they looked early on in the season. But then you look at, at the last, you know, 10 years and it is amazing. You know, it is, you know, 11 wins, 13 wins, cha- championship, championship, 10 wins, 12 wins. Like this is truly the bad, the first bad year that Dabo has had, but I don't really see him as somebody that's going to say, well, you know, it wasn't working the way we were doing it. We got to change and try to figure out how we can keep up. I don't really get that vibe from him. Um, and so what I think ultimately ends up happening is that he maybe makes some staff changes, maybe like tries to look, do it internally. Um, but I think philosophically, you know, he's a 50-something-year-old man. He ain't going to change. He 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 is going to do it the way he believes uh, got them to be successful in the first place. He's not going to all of a sudden be, you know, this car salesman out there saying NIL, NIL, let me get my players NIL. Right. It ain't going to be him. So I do think, yes, he's been there for a long time, man. And the game passes all of us by at some point um, if you're not willing to adapt. And if you're going to be stubborn about it because I made $11 million this year and I've won two championships and I've done – if that's how you're going to approach it, Yes, you are going to get left behind. And so I, to your point, I think spinning the drain is exactly sort of what's happening here, not just this year, but really as a program under Dabo. Eventually, I think these two sides get to a point, whether it's next year or the year after that, whatever, where they just realize they're better off without each other. Choppy, I kind of wonder uh, what this means for the ACC as a whole, too. Like the ACC needs more than one top level or two top level programs mm-hmm. at a time in order to sustain themselves against the the atmosphere out there and right I mean Louisville's had a a fun year that's nice but I don't know if they're going to be perennial contenders Florida State's really it and if Clemson falls off who's the other Miami I mean who's the other program that the ACC can kind of use as the tentpole you know well I mean the ACC will be around for about four more years then it'll be the SEC so it's not going to matter much but you know like what is Dabo great at Right, Saban's a defensive guy. Kirby's a defensive guy. Venables is a defensive guy. Sark's an offensive guy. Lincoln Riley's got an offensive. He's an offensive guy. You look around the country; these coaches, Day's an offensive guy. Harbaugh, Dabo's just a guy, just a recruiter. He's just a CEO. He doesn't have a genius about him. 
Um, he's good at what he does. He's good at recruiting. I don't think he changes. Dabo prides himself on being a man of conviction. Um, he's not changing. He doesn't philosophically. He doesn't believe in doing things the way the they are doing things today. He doesn't. He doesn't work in the transfer portal. If you don't start at Texas, uh, sorry. If you don't start at Clemson, you don't finish at Clemson. Like it's kind of got that philosophy to him. It's very Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Oh, Notre. I, I learned this in Rudy the movie. Oh, Notre Dame doesn't accept senior transfers. Why? Why? Why don't you accept senior transfers? Explain that one to me. It's almost as dumb as the NCAA doesn't allow you to advance scout. Why? Why can't I advance scout? Well, you can't. Okay, cool. Dabo is name brand Mike Gundy. Like, that's what he is. He's just Mike <laughs> Gundy in a crew neck. He's, uh, he's Jack Easterby in a crew neck. He's just a bit of a charlatan. I support charlatans. <laughs> The world needs charlatans, okay? <laughs> what else are you watching on Keeps TV the rest on of us Sunday honest morning? and on our toes, right? Yeah. Keeps the rest of us on our toes. Keeps the rest of us honest. Dabo is, is probably a good man. I don't think he's fit for today's college football. And he has earned the right, though, to stay there for as long as he wants. Because I remember, I remember when Clemson was Texas Tech. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember that, man. They couldn't win. They would oh oh they would hype Clemson up every year oh this cute little place that's got three levels it's so loud and they ripped off a name from LSU they're gonna beat Florida State this year no they're not they're not gonna be Florida State they never be Florida State they were just they were Clemson man they were just yep. Clemson and yeah you remember that you guys remember that time so yeah I don't think he's going anywhere because what he's got now is better than what the alternative is but. He he is he is not going to change. He's not going to change. Yeah, I mean it, it's crazy to me because if anybody is set up or was set up at least like a year and a half, two years ago, to make that little dive down to Tuscaloosa when Saban finally hangs it up, you know, go back to where he went to school, where it, I mean, he could have been that dude. But Saban's going to hang on forever. Um, he's yeah. going to coach until he's eighty-five. And Dabo, like to your point, is <laughs> name brand, off brand Mike Gundy. Saban adapted, um, though. By the way, he never gets enough credit for that. That's, Saban, yeah, that's a really adapted. good point. Yes, I mean like, he's Saban, not just doing the same thing he was doing in 2011. Well, he's he's able to read the room. That's that's the difference. Yeah. Like Saban's able to read the room and get ahead of the curve, and or at the yep. very least, jump in on the curve before he gets totally left behind. Like. It's not yep. related to football itself, but like a great example is going on uh, Pat's show every week, going on with McAfee. Like Nick Saban probably doesn't really have the time of day for Pat and all his nonsense, but he gets that that's a recruiting tool. He knows the kids are watching McAfee, that kids identify with that, and he knows that Pat can can get make him some inroads in the media industry too. So if he does want to walk away from coaching at some point, still make a couple mil a year, he can do that. He can go when Lee Corso eventually retires, he can go be the old crotchety coach on the game day set if he wants to. And he's thinking ahead and he knows exactly what he's doing in that regard, as as opposed to Dabo, who still refuses to recruit transfers. It's wild. <laughs> 